Well, I guess we should start. Yep. We're good? Yep. Welcome to the Rom-Com Dudes. Uh, I feel like we were a little down the last time we recorded. Do you the know what I'm saying? Before. Oh, was that it? Because we, it was the, we recorded with Anthony in between. Yeah, with, uh, we did all the no, boys we did before. One, we did, we just recorded recently too. Yeah, and I was like, I felt like I had no energy. Oh. I don't know why. I felt, I just felt, just. Did that come down? I was thinking of the time before Anthony where oh, we were kind of no. just both a little bummed with watching We Were Ones have our midlife crisis of watching romantic well, comedy. I did have that too. Yeah, we That's have like I was thinking of. six ep- This is This episode's going to be pre- freaking played in like August. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, if I keep doing, do, I'm probably just going to do the every other week during the virus. Yeah, that I makes think. sense. I don't know. This is all in I think the episode we, now. I think once we get into a routine. This isn't going to age well because this is coming out in three months. <laughs> um I'm Sorry. rom-com dude number one. I'm Austin. I'm rom-com dude number two. I'm Carlton. We'll try to make it as timeless as possible. It's so timeless. <laughs> We're stuck up in houses all day. Is school done then? Yeah. I mean, you're... I d- think so. Hmm. I didn't know. I. Yeah. Um, schools are shut down. We did. We recorded, what, a couple weeks ago, and we didn't even talk about the coronavirus that much. We brought it up at the beginning. That's about it. Yeah. We're talking about way more now. I don't know. It, I feel like we're kind of... It feels like we're either peaking or at the downhill right now. Like I see numbers are kind of low. I know it depends on the state, the source. Yeah, too. I don't know. I it's sad either way. The one thing that's interesting, we shouldn't even be recording together. Probably we're six feet away. I'm not touching anyone. Yeah, that's I. I actually the first one. It was when we were going to record that first time. Yeah, it was kind of when things really became like, oh crap, we need to be serious about this. And uh-huh. like, should we do this? And we're like. We were both like, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. We shouldn't be thinking that way. We're bad influence, everyone. <laughs> the one thing I did think of, though, is we'd already been together. Yeah. And my interactions have all stayed the same. Same. So that's our, like, yeah. I don't know if it's justification, but probably it is. is just the two of us. So. Yeah, same. I, I don't leave the house. Like, if I do, it's groceries. That's about it. I know. And we, we decided as a whole family to... We only shop at Rigby Rollums, yeah. just so we know we keep things as consistent as possible. Yep. It's not always our go-to, but same. We've been going, we have a Walmart, and we just go to the Walmart there. Yeah. But pretty sad stuff. Movies are shut down. It's I mean, crazy. they're doing VOD. Uh, Trolls World Tour came out, you know, on video on demand, yeah. twenty bucks to rent it. Doolittle came out too. Yeah, but Doolittle's been out since January. Oh, it's about time. It? Yeah, it's about time. Oh. You know, but like Bad Boys, The Hunt. Uh, Invisible Man. Bad Boys was probably close. Um, well, Invisible Man was playing in theaters. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, now you can rent it for 20 bucks. Oh, I see, I see what you're saying. It just got... And then but, Onward didn't even attempt. Yeah, Onward... Well, Onward did the, like, one or two weekends, and they're like, okay, VOD, and here's Disney+. Plus. That's Wait, crazy. Man, did you watch Onward? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked it. We talked about it last time. Did we? I didn't see it, though, yeah, right? I, I, yeah, I said I loosely talked about it. Right, right. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I... I still okay, so I have so when I was sixteen my my brother passed away. A lot of people know that or whatever. Now you know on the podcast. I sometimes have trouble like watching movies where people pass away early on in people's lives and then they try to bring them back to life. I feel like it's like that's just a unsearchable dream a lot mm. of the time. So I do have a hard time with movies that, that, that have that theme. And this has it and every time they bring back people back to life and it's just like uh, it's, it's like a fever dream and hmm. 
something I don't love in movies because it's so unrealistic. I know movies are unrealistic or whatever, but yeah. for me, it's it's never really hit home, and it's nope. it's not an emotional pay, but payback, as or pay, yeah, payoff, payoff as much as it should be. Yeah, but whatever. I think Onward does a pretty good job because the main character. Well, we should have. <laughs> we're just not, in case. Yeah, we're not gonna. Just in case, there might be spoilers. So <laughs> gonna talk about that. Skip a little bit. Yeah, skip fifteen seconds right now. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. So, yeah, I think it's... I mean, the father, you know, he, it's not the main character who sees the father, it's the brother. Yeah, I like that That's the, the payoff isn't what you're talking about. Yeah, but he still comes back to He life. does. He does. But just, I'm just like, glad that the payoff isn't directly involved with that. Yeah. There was another movie I saw recently where someone came back to life, and I was just like, ah, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> I know. No, but maybe I, it's like their way of writing out someone's death or something, yeah. a writer who writes the movie and... But that was a uh, speaking of stuff that's related, like where a personal experience because I didn't like it makes sense that a lot of personal experiences will make those their way in movies. Yeah. Um. But Frozen, so Frozen Two, the last song that honest Anna, yes, redheaded one. Yes, I was gonna make number. Anna. I always want to call her Kristen Bell. <laughs> yes, Anna. Kristen um, Bell. The song that she sings when she thinks that Olaf and uh, Idina Menzel. Yeah, Elsa died. <laughs> Elsa died. So that song is in relation to, I believe it's the, I can't remember if it's one of the producers or the, because there's two people that directed those movies. Uh-huh. I can't remember if it's that guy. I don't think it is. I think it's one of the producers. Um, but in the first one, he had a kid pass away right before the mm. premiere or the awards or something. It's sad. And so the lyrics are actually the the two songwriters, the Lopez's, wrote it for him, or he helped give input to it. And it just made that mon- that song way more impactful. Yeah. You, you like the music more in the second one, I right? do. I like the, yeah. I like the story better in the first one. I uh-huh. just think it's a better story in general. I don't think we talked about even Frozen. when it, Did we? I think we mentioned it. Yeah. I see. I So I watched Frozen 2, and the music for me didn't hit oh, really? as well as the first one still. Hmm. It's not as catchy, and I feel like she's just trying to reuse the same kind of themes and hmm. but but not at the same time. We I I do remember talking about this, yeah. but yeah. Anyways. Like I I prefer Into the Unknown over Let It Go. Really? I just think it's a better crafted song. Yeah. Like from a songwriting perspective, I enjoy the melody more. Yeah, but. that's fair. I I think the theme or the like message in the first movie is better, yes. right? Like and Let It Go is a huge part yes. of the whole message yes. where like into the unknown, I don't know. It's like, what's the message? Like, yeah. step into the dark, you know. Woo-hoo. Yeah. A lot of the movie, you know, a lot of people think Frozen's message is like, oh, don't fall in love with the person, you know, that's just there for you see for the first time. Yeah. No, the message is like, you know, you you have these special abilities. All of us have these things that we're really good at, and mm-hmm. you should really explore those. Yeah. Right? That's the big message. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's talk about the movies we're supposed to talk about. Yes, to all <laughs> the gonna... lo- to all the boys I love before. P.S. I still love you. Yes. Stupid title. No, it just, it's just long. It's yeah. not a dumb title. As I can believe it's, it's the book title. It's, it could have been better. There was one thing I'm going to point out really quick <laughs> about these movies. I I uh-huh. think I noticed it more with this one than the first one. Mm-hmm. But romantic comedies, generally speaking, are not the most like cinematic. They're not like very, yeah, like not all. Sure, sure. I know there's like about time we really talked about the cinematography. Yeah, about it's really it's good. Wonderful. Like I said, there is like so that that was a little more debatable on fully romantic comedy. Uh-huh. But that like so that doesn't really matter. This one, just the coloring, like whoever color corrected it and a lot of the decisions for the cinematography, which is very, it's a very 
pretty movie to watch. Yeah, it's pretty good. I I for think ro- I guess for romantic comedy, I'm gonna make that. Yeah, I think the first one's still better cinematography wise, like yeah. camera movement and coloring and. Because you pointed out at the very end, like, oh, that's no so fake. It's super fake. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's stuff there like, are things. Which isn't, after, that's not cinematography choice necessarily. Like, but a scene in particular that really kind of stood out to me, like, it was just really well, the lighting and everything was really well done, is where she gives the necklace in that little, like, in the yeah, aquarium. Sure. I, I didn't like the lighting in the aquarium. Oh, really? I just. I thought it was too good. Oh. Does that mean, yeah. I can see what you mean. Like, the light, I've been to a. Brittany, my wife and I love going to aquariums. It's like one of our favorite things because really? we, I like zoos a lot, but we also understand like the problems with zoos. Like we know that like there's a lot of, I, there's a lot of abuse in zoos and you can say that whether you're with zoos or against zoos. That'd be an interesting. Brittany, I'm okay with zoos, but my wife's like kind of against zoos because of that. But we know mm-hmm. aquariums are a little bit different, right? Mm-hmm. Like fish don't, they don't really have the same, I feel like, uh, emotional attachment to the world as like a tiger speaking of tiger king no tigers or uh, a penguin or whatever so we uh we love aquariums this is long long way <laughs> saying that and the lighting can be really cool in aquarium but you could tell they put like a front light on oh, them yeah. Oh, yeah. and which i was like oh that's it's funny you brought up the aquarium because that was the one time where i was like i don't like the lighting that's funny. <laughs> i think that that comes from a fan of aquariums, though. Yeah. Which makes sense. I can see where you're coming from. I haven't been to a lot. I've actually never even been to one at Owl Falls yet. So It's crappy. That yeah. one has abusive animals in it. It's really, They have a porcupine in it. It's sad. Oh. It's like just sitting there in a box, pretty much. Oh, that's, that's a bummer. But, uh, yeah, I uh, this movie is not as good as the first one. Oh, I, I agree. I think the camera movement is a lot more fun in the first one. We were you were you were just talking about like cinematography. Yeah. I, I think the I direction's better in the first one. I shouldn't say cinematography because that, that is camera. I I just both these movies. Well, the, lighting and the coloring. The coloring has to do with cinematography. Yeah. but yeah, the camera movement Lenses. in the first one, like specifically, um, is way better in the first one. They do a lot of pans and and like symmetry looking shots that look really good on camera and and this one just doesn't have it and they have moments where i feel like they could have done some really oh, yeah. cool directing where like there's the moment in the retirement home they go to the retirement home for the first time the and, first time okay and the old lady i don't know her name is like introducing uh 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 jean what's her name laura jean laura jean to like the different rooms. Oh yeah. I thought that it could have been snappier and a lot cooler directed, but it was just like, here's one room. Here's the next yeah. room. You know, I've seen it directed a lot better in other movies. Yeah. The bingo scene was another one that I thought could have been a lot more interestingly shot. Um, cause I feel like he was trying to the director and then he just didn't, didn't accomplish it. Yeah. This movie, I mean, it's made by a different director, same writer though. I think the writing's still fine. Um, I'm frustrated with the love triangle because they both suck. Like Laura Jean is a terrible girlfriend and the guy is a terrible oh, boyfriend, right? They're both doing dumb things. Yeah. Like it's a giant red flag for both of them and they should not be together. Yeah. That's what this movie taught me. <laughs> right? No, it's, I agree. Cause she, she's like, she's like being with, being with this guy and not telling him about it. Yeah. And he's being with a girl and not telling her about it. Yeah. I don't remember the characters' names. The girl is Jen, the other girl. Yes. 
And Jordan Fisher's character, John Ambrose. John. Because they have John a conversation Ambrose. about the first and middle thing. Yeah. And then uh, Peter is the boyfriend's name. Gotcha. So Peter and Laura Jean are dating from the first movie to this one. Not a lot of time has passed, right? No, so it, it looks like it's pretty... That's frustrating, too, is that they've only been dating for what it seems like in this movie a week. Yeah. If that. Yeah. No time has passed, and already all this drama's happened. Red flags, right? Yeah. Like, just get out of that relationship. <laughs> yeah. But, so that's... That 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 really got me. I was like, ah, oh, this... It's not as, not as much fun as the first movie. It still has its moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I really like the treehouse scene. That's where I that's walked funny. in. I Yeah, I thought it was funny. And I liked how they have some payoff with Jen. You know, mm-hmm. there's some good payoff with there. I like how the dad is kind of interested in a girl. That's the one thing they, they did kind of the similar. There's more, like, side storying in this mm-hmm. one than the first one. And I wish, obviously, you have time constraints to understand. But there's so much of, like, the main storyline that I feel like could get cut a little bit to spend like i feel like the dad's relationship could have had a more interesting yeah influence on her i or something. agree and like i said i always like uh, there's just some of the characters i wish had more time i'm glad that i re- i enjoyed the the old lady yeah she's i she's not a, like i mean other than you meet um what's his name like the the whole retirement thing isn't yeah but she's fun yeah yeah i enjoy she? her character i like Colin the relationship i like the relationship she has with uh laura jean and I just wish she would have more screen time because she, she's just a good actress, whoever that lady is. Yeah. She's fun, a little spitfire. And then the, the gay friend, the best friend. In it a lot more, which He's I like. in it a lot more, but I still like, I don't know. I just, they're very charming characters that could have added to the story a little bit more. Yeah. Thing, but. There's that scene, the party scene where they're, the, what's his name? I'm forgetting his name every time. Peter. Peter is flipping cups. And the, the, oh, yeah. the I friend, that scene. yeah, I did too, because he was like, oh, at least you have choices. You yep. know, she's like, hey, I have two guys that I kind of like right now. And he's like, I, there's one other gay guy yep. in the entire school. I don't have the choice. And she's like, well, I know once you get out into college, like there'll be guys lined up for you. And he, she's, he's like, how do you know that? And she's like, because I was the first on the, in the line. And he was like, "Ah, oh, that's yeah. good. That was a good. That was, was a good little speech there, Larchine." <laughs> to get it, what was it? Because he was wanting to share a sandwich or something like that. Yeah, they were sharing an ice cream sandwich. That's what it was. Yeah, this was an interesting thing I thought of for this movie, um, and it, this is we were talking before the podcast where I have it in my queue of books to listen to uh-huh. the, to all the boys I've loved before. And I'm realizing I don't know if I want to listen to this book because yeah. I'm very much not the demographic. Yeah, these kids are, what, 16? Yeah, this is very much 10 a, years ahead. A high school, a uh, young adult. Um, movie. Young adult yeah. movie, and probably the books are too. And if it's young adult fiction, I can do it. But there's something about reading love stories at the age, the way that writers do it, just yeah. it's hard for me to read. For sure. Or even listen to. But the one thing I thought about, because they do it a little bit in the first movie, and there's certain references of her, her like, um, when you hear her, the voiceover. I don't know if you remember the first movie. There's, like, a scene where it's, it's taking place in her novel. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. And that's all you ever get of that. I wonder if there's more of that in the book itself. Yeah, I bet there is. Is there or more than one book, or is it just this it's book? Three. They have all three. Yeah, books. I think there's a trilogy. I, they're going to do a third movie, like, too. It's in... Production, yeah, or it's going to start pre-production, yeah. or something like that. I believe it. It'll probably come out this year, or next year, probably yeah. next year. Because the but... first one came out in 2018. This one came out this year. I think this January. Year. Yeah, because it... 
So, but this virus probably is holding it back, anyways. Oh, yeah. Either way, um, we're we're gonna talk about say anything next, and we were talking about how watching these two movies next to each other was real, real interesting. Which yeah. say anything in my mind is, or in my opinion, is a very good movie yes. and a lot of fun. And this one, this one's not bad, but you can compare it to all the boys I love before the first one, and it's interesting interesting to see that. You know, in 89, 30 years ago, which is weird to say, the, crazy. like, the, the aneurysms and high school and uh, the slang is so much, di- like, so much more different 30 yeah. years ago, even. That's the cool. way they dress, which, like, you know, we can see that, but these movies are so similar. Yeah. Um, of course, like, To All the Boys I Love Before is probably inspired by this movie. Yeah. Or to say anything. But... It is kind of fun to see this time capsule between the two and to see, like, I mean, there's little things that annoy me. Maybe this is old man, old man age, maybe showing a little bit, but they're like, oh, who propped the za? Talking about pizza, right? It's like, do they say that? Yeah, the one kid does. He's like, who brought the za? Or maybe he says, yeah, he says za. He says some nickname. Yeah, he calls it a nickname for pizza. (laughs) And I'm just like, what? But there's a few language stuff like that throughout the movie, you know, and they're on their cell phones a ton, right? Yeah, like, which is normal. Like, yeah. y- in high school, you would probably see that. But, like, in Say Anything, it's every time they get on a phone, it is it is dramatic. It's a whole scene. But, like, cell phones is so quickly just like, do, 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 done, sent off. So it's it was kind of cool to watch those two these two movies next to each other. Yeah, just like. Yeah, the time capsule idea. Like this, this movie very much uh, are capturing now. Very yeah, well. there are some things like you kind of ex- cliches I would have expected to see more. Uh-huh. Like this, this movie I believe, and I could be totally wrong. The future could totally change, but because it's not overly engrossed now, it's not going to be like cringy uh-huh. necessarily. I mean, they're cringy for different reasons. Yeah, but it, it'll be easier. Like it'll have some. Uh, timelessness to some extent mm-hmm. because it's not like overly Snapchat and like there's a little bit of Instagram reference but it's not a ton. Yeah, and I feel like well they call it Insta, right? Like yeah, which is what people call it anyways. Yeah. But so the, there's some interesting decisions where it's like they could have really gone overboard on like modern culture. Like, yeah, overboard like you like there isn't a lot of pop culture reference or anything yeah. like that. And I I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but it, it's just an interesting decision. Well, and they both I'm gonna compare both movies a lot, but they. They both have the poppy of its era music. Yes. Right? But, like, um, uh, Cameron Crowe, who directed Say Anything, is into that. Like, all of his movies have this music in it. This guy, this is his first movie he's ever directed, which you can see, like, it's not as good and cinematically pleasing to me as yeah. the first one. Um, but the first one had a lot of music, too. Yes. Uh so I guess what I'm saying is like it's just it, it is a freezing of its time, mm-hmm. and it's it's even more to, more interesting to think that it was released on Netflix and not worldwide. The yeah. the first one probably I think they might have released in a few, few movie theaters. Netflix does that on occasion. Yeah. They own a movie theater in in, in New York, but uh, they like so that's kind of an interesting era gap between say anything in this one and and yeah, both of them have this time capsule. Yeah, it's really yeah, it's just cool to see the time changes for sure i mean like say anything we're gonna talk about say anything but like he's a kickboxer when's the last time you heard about kickboxing that was fun yeah no (laughs) like that was a very of its time thing but it was anyways 
Um, let's get back to this movie. Yeah, we're gonna a, start. P.S. I still love you, all of you. Yeah. Um, what One happened thing, to your arm? Oh, donate plasma. Oh, Carlton donated plasma. They use the word donate like you're doing a good thing, but they're paying you. Yes. So you're more of like a prostitute. Yep. So my they, I made a joke. So my body. I made a joke of that. They're like just. I remember I said something about selling my body for money, and they, they made the guy laugh. Um, Carlton does that in the process or in the in the plasma center, but he also does it on the corner of the street. Yeah. In his yeah. man thong. If I had the money for that. Oh. If you want a nice teddy bear, that <laughs> Carlton's your man. <laughs> Look at that beard. You could rub his velcroy head. It's gotten long. Um, sorry for the listeners on this one. Um, I worked in Victor on Wednesday. You don't need to apologize for your beauty, Carlton. I sunburnt my head. Oh. Because I forgot to wear a hat. <laughs> and it was I, really nice on Thursday, too. Yeah. That was like the... Yeah, I can't remember Wednesday or Thursday, whatever. It would have been Wednesday. Both of those days were really yeah. nice. And for some reason, the elevation is just high enough in Victor that whenever, anytime I've worked there, I always get sunburned. I don't and get we, worked at, we worked at Victor a lot oh, growing sure. up. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you weren't... Yeah, I forgot about was scout camp. If you weren't not prepared, you got sunburned really easily. <laughs> yeah, Carlton and I met at a scout camp when we were 14. Yep. And we've been friends since. That was 13 years ago. We, uh, 14 years ago, yeah. this summer, I guess, um, another friend that worked at scout camp with us, Weston, he's going to come back to Idaho and he's going to come on the show, he said. Yes. So he's like, I don't watch movies anymore because he's a fancy eye doctor or whatever. I imagine how much schooling. I have a friend who's in law school. Whenever someone does like a master's degree, I always think like, it's crazy the level of like busyness. Like you think in oh, high yeah. school, like, man, I was busy. I don't have time for anything. Like even though you do a lot, when you think about it, in college, it's like, man, I don't have time for anything. And I hear like my friends who go and get like extend uh, their extended college or yeah. their yeah. graduate, their graduate and degree. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And whenever I was talking to Weston the other day, I'm like, my goodness, when he was talking about what he has to do for his resume, he has to live in like four places over the next year or whatever, three or four places. Yeah, that's what he's telling. He's doing micro. Uh, what are they called? Just short residencies. Yeah, yeah, but they he was calling him something else. I was talking to him. It's probably a little different for what he yeah. does. Yeah, but, but I he said I don't watch movies anymore, and I said, well, you can you pick the movie first Perfect. of all, second of all, uh, you can tell us the detail on their eyes because it's romance, so you can you can stare <laughs> deeply into their eyes and give us gonna, the details. Are you gonna make eye jokes the entire episode? I would. Yes, I will. <laughs> He's. I'm like, how much cancer was in that eye? I don't think he deals with cancer. <laughs> Can you get cancer in your eye? I yeah. guess you can. Oh, yeah. You Ugh. can get... Ugh, that would be painful. Michelle worked at an eye ophthalmologist. Oh, yeah. And, like, people got, like, shingles in their eyes. And I, I don't do well with stuff with, like... I don't like stuff in ears and mouths and eyes and stuff. So it's, like... I get very uncomfortable when she would talk about stuff and work. Because what she... One of her jobs specifically... You don't... Wait, 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 wait. You don't like things in your ears, your mouth, or your eyes? I don't like dealing with stuff that... Ha- like, if there's, like, a weird video of, like, someone, like... a. Whenever there's like people like take those videos where it's like the more like stuff. medical stuff, yes. not like headphones. Well, yes, okay, yes, <laughs> not like food. Yes. Like you have to put things in your yes. mouth to survive. That okay. is a good clarification. Whenever it's like <laughs> medical or like weird stuff that happens with anything around the face, I don't do well. <laughs> so you're happy wearing masks. You don't have to watch people's oh, gross actually, mouths. I hate. I hate. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> I you hate la- masks, though? I hate wearing a mask. I hate breathing my own air like that. Oh, I do, too. Dude, I've been working like, uh, at... Uh, oh, you have to wear a mask there. I have to wear a mask Ooh. when I go to the DC, or the, the distribution center, and I have to wear it for, like, 10 hours. And That's it gets awful. hot and sweaty, and it just feels weird. It's your own I went breath. shopping for, like, two hours, and I hated it the whole time. Yeah. Because, like, I don't... Because I'm wearing glasses. And so yeah, I'm wearing it fogs the mask, up. Fogs them up. So uh-huh. I'm, like... 
I already hate breathing my own air. I'm focusing and not breathing weird so I can actually see when I'm shopping. Uh-huh. Dumb experience. Anyways. Such a tangent. That was a bad tangent. Just tell us what you think about masks, everyone. <laughs> There's some people I don't think mind wearing them. Like cowboys. They wear them over their face all the time anyways. So just wear a bandana. I can, I'm just kidding. Cowboys and um, firefighters. They wear yep. a lot of masks. Who else wears masks? Oh, bank robbers. This is the happiest they've ever been. Honestly, (laughs) this is funny. I went to McDonald's and I was wearing sunglasses and I was wearing my mask because I was like, well, nor I don't wear it in my car, but like, I was like, I was getting fast food. I probably should put it on for the person's sake. They have like sneeze guards up anyways now. And I noticed that I was like, "Eh." wait, you can go in. No, no, through the drive-thru. Oh, okay. But I was wearing my mask and I was wearing my sunglasses and I just looked at the sneeze guard and I was like, oh, I look like a straight-up bank robber right now. <laughs> like, I could totally... They don't know who I am. They'll never find... I mean, other than my license plate, but they'll never find out who I am <laughs> through all this. So bank robbers are just happy as ever For right sure. now. That They're just glad that they can go wherever they want, wear ski masks. <laughs> conversation is not going to be as funny in three months. <laughs> Yes, it will be. It will be. We'll find out. People are going to still be talking about it in three months. I'm supposed to be going to to Hawaii in June. We'll see if that happens. Oh. Probably won't, but that's okay. We bought plane tickets. We don't have a place yet. Uh, Just just general vacation? Yeah. uh, I got a graduation gift. Uh So we're going to go to Hawaii. Humble brag. Nice. (laughs) It's exciting. Yeah. Okay. To all the boys I loved before. So, yeah, like we were saying, this starts off like, straight almost directly after the first movie right like josh though not in this movie at all ever he's the next door neighbor who's been next door neighbor friends for ever it's like a very important part of the storyline of the first first one and nothing and in this one they have a a fake giving they call it a thanksgiving in march but fake giving and he's not there he totally would be right because he's been a best friend forever yeah the sister's in it for five seconds yeah because she's still in Ireland. I, th- yeah. Scot- yeah. Is it Scotland, Scotland or Ireland? Go to Scotland. Somewhere in Europe. <laughs> they, she was probably, the actress is like, I have one day of shooting. I bet oh, that's yeah. what it was. Oh, and yeah. so they shot her in a pub real quick, wherever yeah. she was. <laughs> so that's the first, like the first five minutes is just an introduction of her and how she's dating. What's his, Peter now. Yep. In real life, it's not the fake dating. Yeah. And, uh, then they like recap the whole movie. The little sister recaps everything. Yeah. This is pretty later on, but like I'm just like, yeah, we saw the movie. You don't need to recap what we just. Yeah, why is she recapping it though? Because the next is it the next door neighbor is asking what's going on. Is that what happens? Yeah, I think I think it is the love interest or the dad's love interest is like, like who's this boy? And then she tells the whole thing, right? For some, I don't know. Oh no no no! It's. Which we didn't, I really like the scene. It's the family scene where they go and see the mom's oh, yeah. family. And there's like the sister, the, the cousin. cousin. That's what it is. Yeah. Actually, I, we didn't talk about that, but I really like that scene. And then also the grandmother and grandfather are the real grandmother and grandfather of Laura Jean in real life. Oh. So that's kind of fun. But that, that's, a, that's a fun scene because the sister's like, hey, show, show a picture, Laura Jean, to, to cousin. And she's like, okay, fine. And she's and she's like, dang, that's a good, that's a nice boyfriend you got there. <laughs> and she funny. like recognizes him from the video from mm-hmm. the first. <laughs> she's like, oh wait, well, I no, saw she... him on a sexy yeah. in, a, in a porno or something. <laughs> this is me and just kind of, I don't know if it's me being more woke, just being more aware of like different cultural things of like, 
how we kind of suck at certain things. Uh huh. Laura Jean, the actress, is a Vietnamese. Is she? Yeah. No, she's Korean. I, is she Vietnamese? See, and she I was thought born in Vietnam. Oh. I, oh, she's yeah, Vietnamese, uh, born American actress. Oh, okay. So, so maybe it is. Well, it could still be her grandparents, but I did read it was her grandparents. That, I could be wrong. So it is interesting, though. I just think of this because, like I said, I don't know. I know some Asian people, but not a lot. It's always interesting, like, is that a bothersome thing? I think it is. Or, like, For some, you're Vietnamese, but you're playing Korean people? Yeah, I think it is. But then, there's also, I don't know. I don't even know if I want to go down this rabbit hole. Because what, yeah. like, what if there's an African actor who's from Kenya playing someone you know they do it all the time like i don't know though if asia is different because an american plays a canadian all the time vice versa yeah those are two different countries or like a european an englishman is playing a american i don't know i don't know though like i know some people do get offended like yeah you should be hiring korean people or yeah also i thought the mom was portuguese in the first one or something i knew she was i don't remember that then so I i don't remember it was i knew she was asian Hmm. But so, anyways, sorry if, if we're offensive, uh, please tell us. I didn't think we were being offensive. I was just no, I, was I just... know, but tell us if I guess if that yeah. is okay for. I should find out if like Asian, I, yeah. Asian, and it may even just depend on. It's probably kind of a similar thing where certain Americans take certain things to offense and others don't. Yeah, it's it probably, probably is, but probably there probably is. are some Asians who are like, uh, of course, a Vietnamese is playing a Korean person. Yeah. You know, I don't know though. It's always interesting because obviously that's probably how the books are written, uh-huh. is that they're Korean. But because they're like adapting it to a movie, to me, like in the climate they're in, I'd almost just make them Vietnamese just because yeah. it doesn't. But then book people would probably get mad too. So yeah, I can't I, please everyone. It's <laughs> true. That I don't know, and I wonder now that I'm thinking, I'm like, do, are the other sisters Korean? Or are they Vietnamese? Or I don't know. Speaking of Korean, we watched uh, Parasite on Hulu. Oh, this is very good. Michelle really wants to see it. She she watches a lot of Korean films. Does she? Mm-hmm. She. I don't know if she'll like it. It's pretty intense. <laughs> what Korean Koreans make some of the best movies of all time. Like they are amazing stuff, but they're always so, like, crazy. They have crazy movies. I don't know. They like Old Boy. Have you seen Old Boy? Is, is that one Korean? Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I know about it. Yeah. There's some. Is that I'm trying to remember because because they make some dope like some of the filming they like the action they do for Korean films. Is Old Boy has is one, one of the one best. Where, is, is it though? Because I, I remember specifically there's shots like a yeah a side hallway and it's mm-hmm. just continue it. That's Old Boy. Yep. That shot's freaking nuts. And it's not even an action movie. Like that's not the point of the movie. Yeah. I don't know why that scene that scene always well. It's, I know why it holds up because it's like a five minute nonstop action scene and he looks tired. Right. Like. Yeah. That never happens in action movies. You'll start. We're starting to see it more and more now. Yeah. But I think the raid is a Korean movie, yes. and that's pretty cool. Like that's some really good action. Um, the raid two. I think the first raid's called something else. It's called like the raid. Blah blah blah. Never seen them. I just know about. Yeah, them. the raids are awesome. Um. Anyways, Korean. So she she has this party. I don't. Is it a birthday party? Or is it? Oh, it's New Year's. It's Korean New Year's, is what yeah, it that's is. What it is. Yeah. So it's just a little holiday. She wears like some traditional getup, um, and it makes Grandma and Grandpa feel good. They get some money. But the this is really the recap scene where the sisters like, yeah. So 
they fake dated for a while and then they dated in real life now. This was another thing where I think about the interesting side stories because they talk a lot about because she mentions how they they still stay connected to that family because he it's a way for the dad to still be connected to his mom or their his, mom yeah their mom and his wife like yeah. it, it makes I just him feel like feel there could have just been I mean I understand that's like the not the main story I just feel like it could have been more interesting but it may be taken away if there would have been too yeah. interesting they try to do it a few times and. Uh, I guess they succeed a little bit because they leave the breadcrumbs like at the Thanksgiving too is kind of cool mm-hmm. where they're like the green bean scene is, yeah. is pretty interesting. Yeah. It's a fun scene. But uh, yeah, I, you don't want to, I guess the love story isn't about mom and dad yeah. and they, they do it a, a little bit more. I feel like in the first movie, yeah. I don't know. Movies are hard because I feel like they're, they're doing this less and less, but movie sequels, tend to like still recap and reuse things from the first things when really they should just move on right like mm-hmm. the character growth has already happened in the first movie they do pretty good in this but again i've already talked about how toxic the, the yeah. i mean laura jean and and what is it, peter peter are in this um but yeah that so what happens is uh the whole movie is laura jean gets a new letter from John John Ambrose Jan, John Ambrose Jordan Fisher Jordan Fisher John Ambrose and uh, she gets like like scared but kind of excited which is like again frust- not frustrating it's just like annoying that she's kind of getting excited even though she has a new boyfriend like yeah. just be happy with what you have yeah but yeah uh, so then the senior year they got to decide you know, what kind of volunteer work they need to do. And so she decides to go help at an old folks home. The boyfriend wants to do something else. Yeah. Because it's good for her resume. It's good for her resume and her sister also volunteered there. Yeah. Which, okay, they go to this old folks home. It's like the nicest place and the place you probably do want to volunteer at. It looks so cushy and so easy. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, it's the old folks home. You don't want to go there, blah, blah, blah. But then you go there, and you're like, holy cow, this is like a billion. Like, it probably costs them $10,000 a month to live there. Oh, yeah. It's nice. And the food looked good. And all they were doing is, like, playing bingo and creating a dance hall. Like, it was so easy. (laughs) So, yeah. Anyways, they go to this. There's other stuff in between. This is just, like, the solid stuff. So they go. They show up there. Uh, Laura Jean does, and then all of a sudden, it's John. What's his last name? It's his middle name, isn't it? Yeah, John Ambrose. John Ambrose is there, and she's like, "Oh no, he's supposed to be at another school." Yeah, yeah. Um, then they just start liking each other a yep. little bit, and then that's the love triangle. Yep. And there's a scene. Also talked about this off the podcast. Oh, so there's a scene where. Uh, John Ambrose is playing the piano. Yes. So Jordan Fisher is a musician. Yep. Like I said, most of his credits, he doesn't have many filming credits. Um, he also won Dancing with the Stars. Yep. He did Rent, too, it looked like. Yeah. He did. He's done musical stuff. Uh, but he also does the pop version of You're Welcome for oh. Moana. Oh, right. He does it with Lynn. Yeah. So, Anyways. So he's a musician. Playing the piano. And the piano is music is... Incredible. It's incredible. Very good. And it's, it's just a, it's a charming scene, really well done. But the thing 
Is it doesn't look like it could necessarily be him playing the piano. Oh my gosh, they're cutting this 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 piece of camera work like it's someone else playing the piano. Yep. And we look because Carlton and I were just talking about it. We're like, oh, like it's weird that they just had someone else playing the piano while this musician's sitting here. And then Carlton's like, oh, maybe he doesn't play the piano. So I'll look it up real quick. Looks it up. Sure enough, he is really playing the piano. But you just an audience member would never know that. Yeah. And it's fresh, ugh. Because it's a, I mean, it's both of us have a little bit of experience and understanding of editing. Like, the, 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 the editing decisions they make are when you use a double. Yeah, close up to hands, right? On the other side of the piano. Or from behind. Or like, from behind, like, using the bodies to block the hand. What they should have been doing is, like, a wide shot, like, angle, so you can see his hands moving on the piano keys. Yep. You never see it. And it, and you were reading what that it was all improv, yep. but he had to do it a few times for how the camera shots were. Yeah, and so I don't know. I mean, they just chose one of them to work, yeah. and I wonder if that was the problem. Oh, and so they they just tried to cover that. up some of the stuff that he was playing, but a different song. I didn't even think about that. But still, they should have just picked one song and then or saw how talented he really was. Took two or three cameras and then picked two or three shots that make it look like yeah. he's playing the piano, right? Because watch if you watch La La Land, you can see um, there's that scene in which I think we're gonna do La La Land at some point. But there's that scene in the club with John Legend. You've seen La La Land, yeah. right? So there's that scene with John Legend playing the piano, and that's a good angle, yes. right? You see John Legend just going ding, 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 like yeah. playing John the piano. Legend being John Legend, yeah, <laughs> just playing it like crazy. And then, uh, it's, you know, this doesn't do it at all. doesn't do it justice. Yeah. And it was, it was sad to see. Because <laughs> yeah. it was really good. So it was good. So good. <laughs> but there's that, there's that scene, though, like right before that, where he's like, oh, look, a Mozart bus. Um, but he, is that, am I thinking of a different movie? I've watched a lot of movies in the last three or four days. I have no idea what you're talking about. Do you know, oh, I thought there was a scene where he's like, oh, look, here's Mozart. And he's like, oh, yeah, his new hit's awesome or something. <laughs> So, little scene. Maybe I have to think of another movie. I've seen, let's see. I'll go to. So, here's another thing. I, did I talk about this? So, we talked about it. We try not to talk about it outside of the podcast, just so anything interesting we have to say stays in the podcast. So, I apologize if I'm repeating myself. But the thing I enjoyed about this more is so, for the first one, the kind of the, the love triangle, it's not a true love triangle, but the, like the. the kind tension. of is, though. Yeah, the tension uh-huh. is with Josh, the neighbor boy. Yeah, oh, you're right, right. And with uh, Peter. Peter. But you never really root for Josh. Yeah. He's kind of a lame act. His acting chops in this movie Not are good. lame. Yeah, they weren't good. And so you never really root for Josh. Uh-huh. I never did. And this one, I kind of root for the Jordan Fisher character. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. And he doesn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Freaking Laura Jean is the jerk here. She really is. Like, if you kind of think about it, like, Peter... His communication was poor, but what he was doing was not bad. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he was hanging with her. And, and he was, like, hugging her and yeah. holding her a little bit. But, like, they both should have known better. Laura Jean was definitely the worst in yes. this. So I'm not going to downplay what he did was not wrong, but she was definitely flirting with, had feelings for. Oh, inviting him to places without telling him she has a boyfriend? Like, yeah. stuff like that. She was terrible. <laughs> she kind of knows that in the end. But it doesn't justify the yeah. ending at all. But uh, let me see. I, I was going to tell you, I watched. Oh, yeah. In the last four days, I've watched The Simpson Movie, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, Parasite, Cats, 
Richard Jewell. You watch Cats? Yeah. Have you seen Cats? No. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you need to see Cats. Where'd you watch it? I just rented it. It's on oh, okay. Redbox. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's like... Cats is um, makes no sense. The music is freaking weird. It's not... I enjoy like I watched the music. There's like up. two songs that I like, right? There's yeah. memories. Everyone knows memories, and then there's the like magic, Mister Magical, the Mystic Magical. Yeah. I know Ma- what you're talking Mama about. Mama, Ru- I don't know the cat's name, but then it's the cat's name. Yeah, Angel- Angelical. Yeah, it's Mister Magical Angelic. Um, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> it makes no sense though. There's a moment at the very end. This isn't a spoiler. Uh, Judy Dench turns to the camera, faces the camera, looks at the camera, and says, like, starts singing about how cats are definitely not dogs. Like, that's the last song, which you've probably heard before. Yeah. You've seen cats. But, like, it's, been a while. it's just so freaking weird. And the, the how they move, like, I'm sure the musical is the same way. I've never seen the stage production, even though there's, like, what, a VHS or DVD copy mm-hmm. out there that you can watch. I've never seen it. But the just the fur technology is weird. It, the dancing's really cool in it. Um, which is sad that they covered up with this like CG fur technology. Yeah. <laughs> but the singing's really good. I was really impressed with the singing through the whole thing um, of Cats because there's some musicals where you watch and you're just like, oh, they just chose a named actor to sing mm-hmm. and they should have chose a known singer to act. Yeah. Because you don't really need to act that much in a musical, I feel like, where you need a singer. It's true. Where this one, they did a really good job. All everyone could see, Judy Dench was a little rough. She's just old. Yeah. And then um who plays Gandalf? You, oh yeah. Ian uh, McKellen. Ian McKellen's in it. in it and he he doesn't even sing. He like does a rap. He like just talks through his song. It's like a spoken word almost type thing. Yeah, he's like the he's the there's so many weird there's so many characters in that yeah. production in general. Yeah. Uh there's a he's like the he's a I don't know, a, a performer, a cat performer. Okay. And he, like, kind of inspires the magician. Um, I, was like, I don't remember the story. I know the story's weird in general. James Gordon's in it. James Gordon's in it, and he got first billing. I don't know why. He's in it for five seconds. First billing. I don't understand the billing process. It was, like, James Gordon, and then it was... Corden? Corden. James Corden, and then it was, like... Think Judy Dench, which Judy Dench, at least in my opinion, should have gotten the top billing or the and, like or with with yeah. Judy Dench and yeah. then and Ian McKellen should that's probably should have how oh, it yeah. been, but nope. And then there was like an introduction, like the main cat. She, I, I think this was her first movie. Movie she was in like musicals and stuff, but oh, okay. like this is her first movie. But then there's like Rebel Wilson, who was like fifth build, but I feel like she was even more more in it than than James. Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor Swift's in it, but she's in it like she's not in it very long. Oh, she not. But um, um, Idris Elba. Idris Elba is in it a lot more than yeah, because he's the villain. Yeah, it's freaking weird, dude. I don't know. (laughs) So I was excited generally for it because like I knew that I knew it was a weird because the production is super weird in general. Yeah, but it's it's a trip. Like you'll never see a movie like it. Uh, (laughs) Might be a good thing. The music. I know people love the music to Cats. I don't get it. 
Because it's by Andrew Lloyd Webber. And he writes some weird stuff. But he has, like, really, like, every musical you your, your mom knows, like, from Not From New York is an Andrew Lloyd oh, yeah. Webber song, right? He's prolific, for sure. Yeah, like, Phantom of the Opera, I oh. feel like, is a way better musical than Cats. Everything about Phantom of the Opera is better That's than true. Cats. That's a better musical in general. But what else has he done, like... I can't. I, I, I know he's know. done a ton, but I can't. Yeah. Think of Wait, he did. Uh, I might be mistaken, but I believe he did something with Wicked. Oh, he might have done Wicked. Yeah. But like, but that's Wicked, a newer thing of his in general. But I'm saying, I guess Cats isn't even really a, a story. It doesn't really have. There is yeah. a story, but it doesn't make sense. But I feel like the music doesn't even justify the story. Yeah, which it's supposed to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, we were talking about that was a rant. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about P.S. I still love you. Probably should just finish this. Podcast. What? How long are we? How long? Fifty-five. Holy cow! We're not even talking about the movie. I mean, we were going for a little bit before, but I want to see. Uh, oh, he did Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh yeah, I knew there's been some more recent ones that he's done. Uh, um, did he not? Who did Wicked? He didn't do Wicked. Those are his three big ones. It looks like. I can't find. Maybe I'll just go to his Wikipedia. That will show all of his credentials. Yeah. Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Oh, he did that. Mm-hmm. Oh, sixty-eight. It looks like his first musical, Avita. I know the name, but I don't. I wouldn't know the music. Cats, Phantom of the Opera, and then he did the remake of School of Rock or the musical version of School okay. of Rock. Which yeah. is pretty weird. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, I've heard School of Rock's pretty good, actually. Why would he do School of Rock? I guess Phantom of the Opera is pretty rock. Oh, yeah, it's very, yeah. Rock-driven. But actually, Cats made me want to rewatch Phantom of the Opera, the movie. I don't, I remember oh, okay. not liking Phantom of the Opera, the movie, that much, mostly because it has uh, Gerard Butler as the Phantom, which is a poor choice. I don't know why they did that. I thought he was great. <laughs> I, re- I remember thinking, like, why the frick are we, like, an action star doing, I don't know. Does but, he start out in theater? Yes, so <laughs> not anymore. So. <laughs> but I was in like ninth, tenth grade when uh, it came I, out. I can, so okay. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know who else could have been. Funny it. thing though, as at least to my knowledge, I that's one of the first things I actually saw Gerard Butler in. I mean, I think I saw. Yeah, because I've never seen Three Hundred. I think I saw. I don't think I've seen Three Hundred either. Um. This is what I was getting mixed up because I knew the person who did Wicked was a well-known person. It was Stephen Schwartz. That did 300 it. came out after Fan of the Opera anyways. Yeah. Anyways, go. Stephen Schwartz did Wicked. Oh. So Dear Frankie, Timeline, Laura Croft, I guess, Reign of Fire. I've seen him in Reign of Fire. Dracula 2000, he's Dracula. He's in Reign of Fire? Mm-hmm. He's like a main guy too. That's a dragon movie, right? Yeah. That's uh, Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. His name's Creedy. I haven't seen Rain of Fire since high school. It's so. a bad movie. I haven't seen it in a while either. Yeah. He's like the main villain, I think, in the Tomb Raider movie, too. He's in a lot it of It is stuff. weird he's the Phantom, though, right? Like, just even if you think like, about it I a think little about bit. It, yes. But because my he, that's my introduction to Gerard Butler. I guess so. Is Phantom of the Opera. Oh, Patrick Wilson's in Phantom of the Opera? Yeah, he's uh. I love Patrick Wilson. He's uh, the other love interest. Oh yeah, he's oh yeah, there hair. he is. He's it's always weird when he has long hair. He's a few. He's movies. really good in Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, it's kind of a long movie, right? Yeah, two hours and twenty three. 
Anyways, Joel Schumacher directed it, which makes sense. That okay. totally. That can. That's not very. It's not very funny. What? Fan of the Opera. It's not funny. Oh yeah. It's yeah. It could be one though. We do like a Halloween. You know, we're gonna do oh, like okay. a goth central. That's true. That would be a good one. For romance. That. I think we, we could do that. If we do musical stuff, we definitely have to do. Oh my gosh! It just escaped me. I want to do like hairspray. I think would be a good one. Um, the Ewan McGregor musical. Ewan McGregor. It is out of my like. I love the movie. Why can't I think what it's called? Because it's not original music. It's one of those musicals where you use a bunch of pop music to make it. Oh, Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. I love that movie. Okay, I think I own it. Yeah, we'll do Moulin I don't know if you like We're going to do a musical, everyone listening, yes. who is not tuned out by now. This is a very distracted podcast. Um, We're going to do a musical segment, like three or four, four or five episodes in a row, where we just talk about musicals. Because we've talked about this before on our podcast, but like musicals are romantic comedies 90% of the time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so we'll talk about which ones. What's hard, though, a lot of musicals tend to not stream for some reason. I wonder yeah. if there's some weird rights with music. I don't Maybe. know. It's hard, though. Like, I know Hairspray was on Netflix, and I would love to do that one. Um, I want to do Little Shop of Horrors, but that one's kind of hard to find. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll have to find find some. We could do Cats. It's not a, it's not a romance <laughs> at all. It's not even funny. It's just dumb. Actually, there's. I guess it's supposed to be funny. It's trying to be a little funny. Anyways... Is it supposed to be funny? There's no. trying to be funny moments. I mean, James Gordon, Gordon's in it, and Rebel Wilson. Okay, P.S. I still love you guys. Uh, let's talk about that movie. So, Love Triangle, they're all freaking idiots with each other, and then they have they throw a ball for the old people in the retirement home, and. Uh, Laura Jean and John, I just want to say Rufio, Rafio or whatever. <laughs> Every time. John Ambrose. John Ambrose kiss. They kiss each other and she feels really bad and she wants to go back to Peter. And this is leads us right to the ending. And this is the dumb ending where they just are like, we're sorry. And we kiss. They kiss. And it's like, you both are bad for each other. Just like, go away. Go find different people to date. You're too young. You know what I mean? That's the movie. Yeah. What else you got to say? I just think I. So I listened to um, the podcast recently. I will. This will relate. Okay. It's called. It was a. It's written as like a, a musical for podcast. So they just call it a musical podcast. It's called 30, 36 Questions. It features Josh Groff. He's Kristoff and King George. Is um. Mindhunter. Is it? A t oh, I love him in Mindhunter. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, is it a game show? Mm -mm. Oh, okay. Never mind. 36 questions is, um, there's people have done a bunch of videos on it as well. Um, it was, people did a experiment of if you could ask people a series of questions, would it make you fall in love? Oh. So it's, it's a, the 36 questions is an actual real life thing. Sure. That they base this on. Um, but it's a, I'll try not to go into too much detail, but it's a, it's a thing where they have a relationship and then they, um, experienced relationship later on. Uh, that's like kind of the basics of what's making me think. But what would be really interesting story-wise, I mean, the third book's already been written. They already know what they're going to do for the third movie. Yeah. But I think what would have been interesting if they're already planning on doing a third movie is for them, because they know they're bad for each other, but then they continue the relationship later. They experience things. They're mature. I don't, 
it could have just been for a more interesting yeah, story instead of like, I see what you're saying. we suck at being relationships, but we're still going to be together. Yeah, I wonder, this one is going to be, the third one's going to be like, I bet it's going to be them going to college, right? Like yeah. the time before they go to college. It's kind of like, uh, say anything. Yep. That It's going to be that time frame. It's yep. going to be the summer before they go to college because this is their senior year. Yeah. But yeah. No, I know what you're saying. That would be really interesting. Something, something a little more... I don't know, real is the right word. Dramat- dramatic would be a, a word for it, but it just felt an undeserved... I don't know, maybe that's high school. I, I feel like if they did that, they'd, ha- they'd have to wait like five years to make the movie. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they couldn't do it in 2021, or they, oh, no. they'd have to wait till like 2025. Oh, yeah. Or use different actors. Or do use different actors. But I, I, I actually really like the actors in this I movie. Do. I think they're super charming. Yes. So I, I would like to see if they did that, which I don't think they will. No. But if they did, it'd be kind of cool to just wait yeah. the five years or whatever. Yeah. I was thinking, though, for that to really have a, have a good payoff, though, that they shouldn't have had this dumb ending that this movie had. Yeah. That's just, if I were in charge, obviously I'm not. Maybe I shouldn't be. Like that, that is a, for, for the age and the style of movie, that type of ending probably wouldn't land for that demographic. Yeah. I think, yeah, this the next one's going to be right before college. Oh, yeah. And they'll bring John... <laughs> John Ralphio. Ralphio. What's his name? John Ambrose. John Ambrose Jordan back. Fisher. He's going to bring... They're going to bring him back. He was too popular, I feel like. This movie does a really good job, and yeah. I think they'll bring him back. And probably with the sister will probably come back. And Yeah. I wonder if that Josh kid will come back. I hope not. He's the worst. Do you have the box office up? Oh, I forgot. I was like, how? We just do the, the year it came yeah. out, so this which was is just this year. Yeah. I could probably guess it pretty easily. Um, January. I don't know. Do you know the date it came out? I could look it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We need a date, huh? Uh, to all. I have it up. Hold on. February 12th. Of this year? Oh, yeah. yeah it was Valentine's Day. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, would you recommend this movie after the sec- the first one? I would be hesitant, and I would warn. I would say, like, if you were invested enough in the first one, I guess, like, sure, it's on Netflix. Check it out, but don't be don't be like pleasantly surprised like you were the first yeah. one. I guess it's fine. I don't know. It's it's a lot of red flags happening in a relationship, but. Definitely doesn't teach. I, I I just got thinking about something though. Like, does that is that normal behavior? Like, do you think the high because they're high schoolers? They're mature. I know they in high school. I feel like you can get away with stuff like this. Yeah. And um, the answer is, uh, I think yes and no. Yeah. Like you can get away with it, but I also feel like it's a movie. They could have wrote it a little bit less red flaggy. Yeah. Because every turn, like Laura Jean, everything she does is really really bad yeah <laughs> not really bad but if it was like if she was in her mid-20s it'd be a different story i'd say no yeah you know but high school it is a little bit more drama fest and yeah it is the one thing i just thought about like i wonder if i wonder wonder yeah okay okay what's your is it 2019 or 2020 2020 february 5th 12th through 12th oh yeah yeah so february 12th oh that's i was looking at the wrong thing february 12th 2020 um, first one is a... I think I know. Is oh. it a superhero movie? Yep. It's, uh, Harley Quinn. Yep. Yeah. I forgot that it came out. Okay, the second one would be... Birds uh, of Prey. Yeah, Birds of Prey is what it's called. 
Okay, give me a hit on the second one. A long-awaited Oh, it's Bad Boys. Yep. Yeah. Bad Boys for life. Yep. Third one is a war film. It's 1917. Yep. Yeah. Number four, I don't know if that's too much detail, but uh, number four, you talked about in this. Parasite? Yep. Okay. Number five is a prequel. (laughs) Action Uh, film. Oh, gosh. The prequels really throw me off. Never mind. I keep... Has nothing to do with that. Never mind. I was thinking of a different movie entirely. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) I've done this a few times with this movie and talking to other people because of the. It came out in 2019 originally, it looked like. That's not its first time. It's got Matthew McConaughey. Oh, it's The Gentleman. Yes. For some reason. There's no reason for me to get this mixed up. I keep getting mixed up with The King's Man. Yeah. no, it's understandable because it's a British like gangster movie. This is directed by Guy Ritchie, who does a lot of gangster yeah. English films like Snatch and. Whatever. There's no reason for me. I, for some reason, I think when I see the gentleman, because I didn't see enough material around it, I forgot that the. I don't even think the King's Man has come out yet. It's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna come out now. It's supposed 2021. to come out like this summer, I yeah. think. So there's. I don't know why it gets mixed up. I think it was supposed to come out in like May. Yeah. The King's Man. The King's Man. The King's I hate Man. the name. It's a dumb name. Because we got Kingsman, and then we got Kingsman Golden Circle, and now we got the prequel, The King's Man. Yeah. Stupid. It is dumb. Okay. Yeah, and I'll oh. tell you the rest. So six was Jumanji. Seven was Doolittle. Eight was Little Women. Nine was Gretel and Hansel. That's a Isn't horror that? movie. I hear uh, it's pretty good, actually. Ten and ten was Star Wars. Ooh. So, yeah. Okay. Okay, so this is uh, Robin from our letterbox review. Everyone, this is pretty good. I felt the same way, so she gave it three stars. She actually kind of liked this movie, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. She says, how are you obsessed with Michael B. Jordan and Creed when you were in fifth grade? How old am I? Remember that scene where they're at the party? Oh, and yeah. The, the, the kid that was, was like, weird. I was obsessed with uh, him and Michael B. Jordan in fifth grade. And I, was, I thought the same thing. I was like, I was like, was I like 25 yeah. <laughs> or something? But Creed is pretty old now, I guess. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah. That was weird. Pretty fun. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. This was a ridiculously too long of an episode about nothing. Um, please for, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. We would love that. Um, especially reviewing, leave a leave a five star review during these hard times. Uh, we all need it. Whatever podcast you listen to, just put that five star. Just click it. It takes two seconds. Um, follow us on our social meds. We're getting some followings on there. That's pretty cool. Um, at romcom dudes, email us at uh, romcom dudes at gmail dot com and follow us on our website at www.romcomdudes.com. And as always. Yes, I still love you guys. (laughs) 